0: Oh yeah, brother! You're listening to episode 62, of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony. Sitting right next to me, as always, is my pal DeQuincy. I wish you'd give me a warning before you do things like that. You kind of freak me out. <laughs> no chance, brother. Uh, as you might tell, as you may be able to tell, we're uh, we're awake, awake. Yes, definitely awake. And uh, today is our uh, WrestleMania preview. We are, what, three days away from the show of shows, man, the granddaddy the- of them all, See. Uh, the showcase of the immortals, WrestleMania, man.
1: Uh, WrestleMania, Vince you, You're over here just pipping the heck out of WrestleMania. WrestleMania,
0: you know, you know what, we're going to get into it, um, right off the bat, I mean, we can both agree, it's a pretty lackluster build to WrestleMania this year, um, a good portion of the card doesn't sound very exciting uh, to me, at least. We'll go
1: through it later, trust uh,
0: But for sure, it's—I mean—it's WrestleMania, nonetheless. And I think as it gets closer, I think Sunday, I think Sunday, I'll be on edge all day, just like ready to see what happens. Uh, because there are some really intriguing matches, um, and you know, just—I I feel you know—there's something about WrestleMania that just you know, it gets it gets everybody pumped up. Uh, so it's 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 pretty fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, last week I wasn't as excited, but it, like I said, as the days are getting closer, and you, I think that's starting to wear down. And you, you, at least I think you get progressively more excited as as uh, the show gets closer.
1: I mean, you're about to jump out of your seat. This is a, a massive change from last night. Yeah, yeah,
0: man, it was a it was a rough show. I'm sorry, uh, anybody that tuned into episode sixty one, but uh, DQ definitely had to. Uh, I'd carry that we'll shirt on the Ford while
1: you were passed out right on this couch.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so you want to just go through the matches or is there anything else that you want to talk about?
0: Uh, well, you know what? Let's get the big news out of the way, yeah. uh, which
1: will then, you know. I was going to talk about that when we got to the match. Uh, if we were talking about the same thing.
0: Well, I think we should just get that this out of the way at least. All right. Uh, Brock Lesnar re-signed yeah, with WWE. Um, yeah. It's a big deal. Uh, it's a multi-year deal. Uh, it's a big deal in the sense that it clears up all of the doubt as to you know what, what he's going to do. Uh, you know, Is he going to stay or is he going to go? But he went on ESPN Tuesday afternoon, made the announcement. Yes.
1: switched Michelle Beatle.
0: Yeah. And uh, made the announcement that he's staying with WWE and that he's closing the door on returning to mixed martial arts. Uh You know We talked about this earlier, but as much as I would have liked to see him go back to the UFC, uh, ultimately I'm glad that he he decided to stay. I think, as a guy who follows the UFC, I guess more than you, Uh uh, the last time he was in the octagon was in 2011. He was not 100%, he wasn't even 50% because he was dealing with diverticulitis. He almost died from it twice, Uh, and he got beat pretty bad by a guy who... Uh, would later on, and not not after this fight, but uh, subsequent fights later on down the line, would test positive for steroids. Uh, a guy by the name of Alastair Overeem, a really big dude, uh, world champion kickboxer, uh, who basically kicked Brock Lesnar into you know into retirement. <laughs> he kicked him many many times and in that stuff. Into stomach. oblivion. Yeah, um, and he was forced to retire And uh, but you know, 2011 to now. In that time, that four-year gap, that even the heavyweight division has changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's evolved. Um, you know, fighters are better. You know, they're, they're better at wrestling, um, which, you know, he's obviously a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, but, you know, he, he's 37 years old. It's a tough, tough thing to to, to train for a, an MMA camp. Brock Lesnar,
1: he's sneaky, sneaky old. He's older than I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was in his, like... Early 30s. I didn't realize he was, you know... Yeah. Uh, it
0: would be nice, you know, because he could keep him around even longer. But, um, but you know, the heavyweight division in in mixed martial arts in general, whether he went to UFC or Bellator, or wherever, mm-hmm. uh, heavyweights have evolved and they've gotten better. And especially in, within the past four years. I think he probably would have gotten hurt pretty bad uh, if he had gone back to the UFC. He would have had, in order to look successful or be successful, he probably would have had to go up against guys that are about his age, a guy like Frank Mir, who is, you know, he's uh, already fought twice um, in the UFC. Uh, so, you know, it's, I think it's a good move for for Brock. It's a good move for especially WWE because now they they can be certain as to what they're going to do going into Sunday with that world, with that main event, which we'll talk about later.
1: Yes, because they're always so certain with their plans.
0: Well, it's it's even more clear now. Um, and then it's good for the fans because you know he's he is a, a marquee attraction, a guy that I think people were just extraordinarily impressed with when he burst onto the scene back in '02. Mm-hmm. Left after two years just because you know it's well documented he just didn't like the travel schedule, um, and I think it lot a lot of fans down. And so I think it's it's good that he's going to stick around for you know a few more years, still on the. Part time schedule with full time pay, but um, some Brock Lesnar I think is better than no Brock Lesnar for WWE. So,
1: one. question: You just said he's on the part time schedule with full time pay. How do you think the other performers in the back feel about that?
0: Oh, I'm sure they uh, aren't thrilled about it. Um, look, they've already been they, they've been going through this with him for the past two years already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't think it's 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 nothing new to these guys. Um. You know, I guess him sticking around for a little bit longer is going to irk some people. But if WWE's smart, and just depends on the day, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, having Brock Lesnar around opens up the door for all sorts of feuds that can make everybody a lot of money, not just Brock Lesnar. Mm. Uh, so I think if, if that, if they utilize him the right way, then I think most guys will overlook it because. You're gonna. You have plenty of, plenty of guys that uh, that can step up and and, and challenge him, um, and uh, you know start a, a decent rivalry until his contract expires. So, uh, but yeah, I think that's that's the way to go. What are you, what are your thoughts on him staying?
1: Um, personally, I'm happy to see him stay. Uh, I still think he has a lot of uh, years left. To give for the WWE, he's still a very talented wrestler, even at his quote-unquote advanced age. -er. Sure, Um, and he's already given us one of the best matches of the year—the triple threat match with him, John Cena, and Seth Rollins. Absolutely, so I mean, I I just like the I like the deal. I like seeing him there. That's all I gotta say. Cool, cool.
0: All right. Well, with that, we'll we'll talk more about Brock. um, I guess towards the end of the show, as we talk about the main event Uh, but uh, let's let's get started with the with the card i guess the rest of the card you know you
1: can gamble there are certain websites that actually take action on wwe matches yeah that's a pretty dangerous proposition in my opinion that's weird it seems like you shouldn't be able to the bet on scripted shows yeah Alright, let's go to the first match. Um, Fatal 4-Way match for the WWE each, uh, Tag Team Championship. You have the champions Ty, uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, the Usos, the New Day, and Los Matadores.
0: Now, which members of the New Day are performing? Do I you know? have no idea. <laughs> let's just hope they don't try to Freebird free rule it. Where they can interchange all three members.
1: It it probably would be the only way they can win. Yeah, in this one, uh, I'm gonna look that up real quick. Um, let's see, WrestleMania. I have no idea. Is what's his name Xavier Woods over his foot
0: injury? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely over. It the-
1: looks like it's Big E and Kofi Kingston.
0: Okay. okay. Um. By the way, WrestleMania this year is going to be inside Levi Stadium Mm -hmm. in uh, Santa Clara, California. Um, I don't know. This is this match is, I think, it's indicative of the state of the tag team division. Mm -hmm. You've got a really good. Established tag team Usos, mm-hmm. guys who are made for tag team wrestling because I mean, let's say I mean, they're twins. You know, it, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, uh, for tag team wrestling, uh, you've got the gimmick, the gimmicky guys in Los Matadores, uh, who or we both agree are not going to win this match. What? A- oh, right without a doubt, okay. we are not going to win. Um, but they're good performers. They should be getting more time on television, uh, and you think the Matadors
1: with their costumes and their actions they would um, connect better with children.
0: It seems like they strike out compared well, to Usos. And the problem is because they focus more of the attention on the little bull, El Toros as name. Yeah, all right. That's what gets all the attention from this team. I think they need to draw more focus away from. El Torino, and El put it on, yeah, and put it on the, the Matadors and let them perform. Let them have a, you know, ten minute tag team match. Mm-hmm. You know, they're capable of putting on a pretty good match, but uh, they they just kind of get lost in the shuffle, uh, surprisingly, to the you know, uh, um, to the little bull. Uh. I mean, he's a little person dressed up as a bull who shakes body parts and whatnot. I'm gonna uh, take your word for it. Yeah, so. And it's just, you know, it takes away from the wrestlers. Uh, and then you've got, you've got the New Day. Two, you know, a group of guys are just going nowhere. They're just spinning in circles, or just going in circles at this point.
1: <laughs> they are the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Of <laughs> wrestling. Just treading water.
0: And it's a shame, because Kofi Kingston is, is a former Aaron title winner. I'm mm-hmm. uh, still a really good performer. Uh... Big E is a former Intercontinental Title holder, NXT champion, NXT champion. The guy who was in you know part of main event programs with Ziggler and Cena uh, a couple of years ago when he was like the bodyguard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but still a, a good spot to be in. Um, and both you know and also is a really good performer. He's more athletic than you would think, as big as he is. You know, a guy who can do leap frogs over. Men bigger than him, uh, powerhouse in the ring, but they just haven't—they uh, just haven't done anything with with the New Day, and it's a shame. And then you've got just,
1: go ahead. I was gonna say, unless the New Day turns heel, no one cares. You can't. That's get, what people yeah. are waiting for—that heel turn when they turn into the militant black group, like they should have <laughs> been to begin with, right? And so this happy jumping, hey, we don't want to scare the little children, the white children <laughs> thing that they did it's so stupid. I I just hate the way they're being used right
0: now. Yeah,
1: and trust me, I'm not the only one. Black Twitter is not is not happy. Oh, My I liberal this. community frowns on just the <laughs> shenanigans.
0: Yeah, and you know, the, and then because of that, they're they're not engaged in any kind of meaningful storyline they're not uh, they're, they basically just got thrown into the shuffle into the mix for this uh, for this Fatal 4-Way tag match and then you've got the champions in Tyson and Kidd and Cesaro who were both going nowhere mm-hmm. at the end of last year and I guess they just decided to put these two together um, and they certainly made the most of of their time as a tag team You've got the quickness and agility of Tyson Kidd. You've got the power and strength of Cesaro, and it's a it's a good tag team. They're, they they have really wowed a lot of people. They put on good matches, um, and they're currently the tag team champions. And um, they they're in a good spot because they're getting plenty of uh. They're getting plenty of, they're getting enough airtime because they, you know, have weekly matches now as as the title holders. But there's just, they've already run their course with the Usos, mm-hmm. and the Matadors and the New Day aren't serious enough, serious can you know serious enough contenders to make meaningful storylines. So they're soon going to be spinning their wheels because there's not going to be anybody out there for them to com, to compete with.
1: Agree. Um, So who do you have winning this match? I
0: think... I think that the the champions will retain the title. Retain the titles. Um, I think it's too soon to put it back on the Usos. And the other two teams just clearly aren't strong enough to... Clearly aren't strong enough for a WrestleMania moment like Mm -hmm. winning the tag titles. I think that this... If this were uh, Payback or fast lane or something like that, yeah, you could make a case for them they, winning the titles um, and giving that pay-per-view something to talk about. But WrestleMania is not something that um, you need the tag team titles to... Uh, uh, the tag team titles changing isn't going to be something people are going to be talking about coming out of WrestleMania. So I think you... you Keep the titles on on Kid and Cesaro and try to figure out something for them going forward. Yeah,
1: I agree. It's either going to be the Cesaro, uh, Cesaro Kid and Cesaro, or the Usos. Those are your two choices because this is one of the what they call it, the pre-show match yeah. match, and uh, usually they favor baby faces. So it's either going to go to Kid and Cesaro or the Usos, and I agree with you, it's just. Uso's only lost the title like what a month ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think kids uh, are deserve a little bit more time to be fighting champions
0: and they're really good at it great move to the next match and also an update um, last week mm-hmm. during a match on I think it was Smackdown uh, Jey Uso mm-hmm. injured his shoulder doing a flying off the top rope or flying over the top rope uh, onto the uh, onto the mat or outside, I and mean, flying from the ring out to out of the ring, um, and he injured his shoulder. hadn't pre- hasn't performed all week or last week, mm-hmm. uh, but apparently is clear to perform. He's clear to wrestle on Sunday, even though he's not 100 percent at this moment. Okay, uh, but that was. A big question mark, you know, if he was injured, where are going to have? Where the Uso's is going to have to uh, be pulled from the match? But it doesn't look look like that right now. Okay. Uh,
1: ready? to Go to the next one. Sure. The second annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which apparently is also going to be on the pre-show. Okay. That's I'm getting nice. that from Wikipedia, so take that with a large grain of salt. You ready for all the participants? Sure. Okay, they have Connor from the um, Ascension. Ascension. Darren Young, Young. Adam Rose, Zach Ryder, Sin Cara, Jack Swagger, Heath Slater, Goldust, Fandango, Titus O'Neil, Kane, Eric Rowan, The Miz, Curtis Axel, The Big Show, Mark Henry, Ryback, Sheamus, and Desmond and Damian Miz out. And those are just the names we know. There's always a chance someone will. Is Sheamus
0: confronted Because. I don't, I don't think they're going to bring him back for – that might just be a rumor that he may be coming back. I don't know if they're going to bring him back for a battle royal. Uh, they've been hyping his return for a long time, and I don't think bringing him back for something like this and subsequently him losing the battle – or winning the battle royal is going to help him uh, at all. And also
1: – You're right about Seamus. These are just the odds. Yeah, actually Seamus is a 5-2 – uh, Favorite to <laughs> win the match, only second behind and Damian though.
0: And also, there's another. There is another entrant in the the battle royal that we don't know yet. Uh, but that's because um, we're recording this on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Friday at the one of the fan access events uh, that WWE is hosting, there's going to be a I think it's an NXT taping or it's an NXT live event where. It's going to be, I believe, Tyler Breeze, Hideo Tommy, Adrian Neville, and Finn Balor, who are, who you, you got to watch NXT if you want to figure find out who those guys are. And they are all worth watching on NXT. Um, so don't don't dog them at all. You've got to watch all all four of those guys are are incredible talents. Uh, they're all going to be in a match, and the winner of that match is apparently going to be an entrant in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, which hopefully will then allow the, one of those guys to uh, to make that next step onto the roster and introduce them to uh, the largest audience possible. Uh, so that, that'll that be interesting to, to see who, who gets that nod.
1: Um, I feel like the the battle world is just a way for people to get their resume bonuses. Sure. Uh, so I'm not really that interested because... Last year, Cesaro won, and you would say his career hasn't done anything except for
0: the last month. We didn't watch me and you, and I didn't watch it with with the gang last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we had been watching it, you would have seen how just overjoyed I was that Cesaro won that match. Mm-hmm. I was just beyond myself that he won won that match, and I because I thought, okay, this is it. They are going full steam ahead with this guy, and. There's nothing that's going to get in his way, but it's uh, yeah, all creative. Yeah, <laughs> <stopped> <laughs> <that>. uh,
1: creative. <laughs> so, a um, man standing behind the curtain. Oh, we got
0: something for you, Anthony. I'm gonna mess up your entire day. Yeah, it was, it was rough to see where he, how much he's fallen since then, mm-hmm. uh, and you know he, he has started to redeem himself over the past three months uh, with this tech you know, this alliance with with Tyson Kidd. Uh, so that's good to see him getting, you know back into the swing of things. Uh, But uh, I really thought that win was going to put him over the top, and it didn't. Mm -hmm. And so you got to be careful, whoever wins this match, uh, that history doesn't repeat itself.
1: So, oh, Oh, sorry, Clay.
0: But really, I think most people, I think the, while the the battle royal itself is, um, is a big deal, you know, just for the match itself. Um, I think the biggest storyline out of the whole, even bigger than the the actual battle royal itself, um, is what looks to be the the final implosion. You know, the final uh, showdown, or it's going to lead to the showdown between the Miz and Daniel Mizdow. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, it's it's ridiculous that. Their their, um, their rift, their storyline has been the best has been the best written uh, storyline for the past six months. And the whole company.
1: It's, it harkens back to the old days when it was a slow burn, you know, a storyline that'll take five, six months to develop compared to now to where everything happens in a month or two. Yeah, and it's, I really think they do everything fast nowadays to keep children's attention. That's my theory. Right? Not just children, <laughs> but
0: anybody, any of you know. Look how how often you're on the phone every day. You know, checking the internet. I'm on Ooh. the phone during this podcast. What you exactly, about? exactly. And you're and, boring, right? Stop boring everybody. <laughs> you know, so yeah, of course that's why they do it. Uh, but this has definitely been the best story. You know, in the past, yeah, I would say six months because they started out as this this tag team that was on you know on the same page. You know, it was all about the Miz and Damian Mizdow had no problem uh, doing his bidding and being his stunt double. Um, But I don't I don't think anybody expected the fans to uh, to grow so fond of, of Damian Sandow, Damian Mizdow, like they have. Uh, where he has clearly overshadowed the Miz, which has caused the jealousy and the rift, and and it's eventually going to, you know, cause them to duke it out, and it's going to be great, and it's going to be the payoff that fans um, have been clamoring for for the past, I would say, month or two, mm-hmm. uh, since the since uh, uh, since it started to, you know, fall apart, since it began to fall apart that relationship. Um, but other than that, the rest of the battle was just going to be kind of meaningless at this point. Yeah. All right. So who do you have winning? Give me
1: your winner and your Dark Horse candidate.
0: Man, I'm going to say I'm going to say Damien Mizda as the winner. I think a lot of people are going with Damian Mizdow um, Obviously, because he's the favorite. Yeah. Four, five to four odds. Dark horse. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with dark horse slash craziest pick, Zach Ryder, because he's he is uh he's like a, a secondary, not he's like a tertiary level Daniel Bryan in terms of popular internet popularity.
1: That's a T word right there. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna pick the same people you pick. So my favorite right now would be Ryback. Okay. And for, uh, if we're going to talk about people who would win this and their career would go nowhere for a dark horse, I'm picking Fandango.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's even crazier than I the, mean, what was it,
1: two years ago after WrestleMania, he was hot because of that Jersey crowd singing his song, and then nothing happened
0: afterwards? Uh, well, no, not just that, but it's really started with him beating Chris Jericho not at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And he's gone nowhere since then. Yeah. All right, Next match,
1: the Intercontinental Championship Ladder Match. Our participants are Luke Harper, Stardust, R-Truth, Bad News Barrett, Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, and Daniel Bryan. Um, Can we just say R-Truth is not winning? He has been in here the entire time just for comedic effect. Sure. Okay.
0: Um, We agree. Check out. You agree? All right. All right. (laughs) this has the makings of probably the match of the whole night. Yes, agreed. Because you've got probably the best group of wrestlers, pro wrestlers, in this match: Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, Luke Harper, uh, Barrett Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, and uh,
1: I Stardust. Have- and and well, yeah, I mean, I still have my uh, Barrett stop from two years ago. I've <laughs> been holding on that. Like Apple stock, I'm waiting for it to cash in.
0: Absolutely, and I would love to see him retain the title and get a big push going forward. Uh, but honestly, the build to this match has just been terrible. With the the hot potato of the, of the title, the guys stealing it, <laughs> just stealing players. it, just taking it week after week. It's it's been really stupid. Um, but I'm still looking forward to it mm-hmm. because I like, i am like all seven of these guys. What's been happening players. on Raw and
1: SmackDown for this? Because I have not caught Raw in about two weeks. I hadn't even watched the recorded one with my boy Bill
0: Simmons. They, they continued to play hot potato up until this past week when Barrett finally got it back after a big brawl. Uh, and then Kane took it away from him to hang above the, the rafters that same night. But uh, the last... Part you know entrance in this match to hold it was fair. Mm-hmm. So we both agree this could, probably will be the best
1: match of the night. Of course, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt to have ladders in the ring. Those are always
0: a uh, attention getter, absolutely, and a crowd pleaser. And Nothing. if you saw the Dolph Ziggler Luke Harper ladder match at TLC, mm-hmm. you'll know that this has the makings of match of the year almost because they put on a heck of a match just the two of them Uh, and then you add five other really good wrestlers to this match it's going to be a lot of fun Uh, my only thing is Daniel Bryan okay and your
1: hatred of Daniel Bryan is legendary
0: no it's it's not
1: a hatred it's just
0: they put him in this match because they had nothing for this guy Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing for Daniel Bryan um Everybody's still crying that he didn't win the the Royal rumble and isn't headlining WrestleMania. Who's crying? A lot of people are still. Well, all the people that are booing Roman Reigns.
1: They that's done. not that's not Daniel Bryan. That's we think you got pushed too fast. That has nothing to do with what happened with Daniel Bryan. That's more like okay, no, it's, Roman Reigns came in and then, you know came off an of injury, got thrown right into the main event for WrestleMania.
0: No, because they still chant Daniel Bryan during Roman Reigns matches. That's we think you got too put. We got we think he got pushed too fast at the expense of Daniel Bryan. Not we think he got pushed too fast, and that's a big difference because people. I think most people would rather see Daniel would still rather see Daniel Bryan in the main event, and count me as one of them. Uh, okay, but um, now I'm glad you're not complaining. I mean, you you you're just gonna. You know, you're just going to, you know, it's whatever at this point. Um, well, again, and, because, and I, that's like what I said, be.
1: again and again, I'm not the hardcore fan some of these guys are. I barely watch, I don't watch SmackDown, I barely watch Raw. I'm more, I'm more of a, um, what did I say, uh, I guess bandwagon, I guess is the best way to call it. I come in when I come in, I leave when I leave. It doesn't, I, it doesn't make me... Upset because I don't care as much. Like when the Rockets and the Astros do bad and the Texans, that upsets me because I care. I barely care
0: about the WWE anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think um, if if Daniel Bryan were in the Maven, I think you would maybe make a little more t- make, try to make more time to check it out. Nope. And and I get you know I understand that. And the only reason I
1: recorded the last Raw was because Bill Simmons and Snoop <laughs> Dogg were on it. Not because whatever's happening with Daniel Bryan or Brock Lesnar or anything like that. And
0: I think, you know, people... And I still that, haven't even watched that one. And I think people who uh, are still having a problem with it shouldn't watch the product. And that's the only way you're going to ever get these people to change their minds. Um, so anyways, you know, they... They have nothing for Daniel Bryan. And they decide, well, he's going to... We've decided that he wants the Intercontinental title, uh, which, just the way that the secondary titles have been treated over the past five years, um, that's I'm a gonna time out right. I'm, I'm going to say timeout right now, because we both have said
1: that the Intercontinental should be the second most important title. Well, they're doing that right now by putting these bigger-tier superstars in a battle for it. So you can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, they need a treat of more importance and more reverence. And then when they involve these guys like Ziggler and Daniel Bryan and Bad News Barrett, and they put them together like,
0: oh, it's just because they have nothing for them. You can't have it both ways. Well, no, they've, they've been trying to have it both ways. Because I agree, the IC title should be more prestigious. But and that's what they're doing right now. But they're not because of the the uh, childish antics of R Truth and Ambrose and these guys who are sneaking it and stealing it from each other. They're trying to be too funny, too cute with it. That's not you know nobody's taking it seriously. We're, we're not the gonna, We're really going to
1: talk about that when the last brawl ended with um, Brock Lesnar and uh, Roman Reigns playing. Tug of war with the WWE Championship? Absolutely,
0: because Brock Lesnar. the is a same thing. But Brock Lesnar is a legitimate. He's a legitimate fighter, and and you know as dumb as that ending segment was, how they, is that any better than playing Hideaway with the Intercontinental? Because they did team. it once, one time, and they've been doing this to the Intercontinental title for the past two months straight. Have not stopped with that gimmick. That hurts the Intercontinental title. Does you that hurt do one-time Does that hurt the Intercontinental
1: title more or less than us actually having pay-per-views where the WWE title wasn't even defended? It hurts the Intercontinental when title. the WWE there were pay-per-views where there were weeks where the the WWE WWE title didn't even
0: appear on Raw or SmackDown. Doesn't matter. You've got really good performers still. You still got guys that can carry that show without the title. And that's how they used to do it in back in the old days, and that's what they're they're trying to do, and they're trying to make it more of a special attraction. It's a it's a it's it's a really tough thing to do. So let's to make want sure. To see the to make title. sure I
1: understand this: playing uh, peekaboo with the Air Canada title bad, not having the WWE Championship, the guy who's holding the WWE Championship, not even having the title at the show, good
0: is all right. Yeah, it's better. It's better than what the than. Much better. All right, because Brock Lesnar is, is an attraction, and he's a he's a a very dangerous person. Now, if if uh, I'm just gonna let you have that thinking, he's an attraction I mean, when he's not there. If they did that with someone else holding the the world title, then yeah, it gets ridiculous. But Brock Lesnar is everybody knows is not a full time wrestler, and that's just how it is. And, yeah, maybe they shouldn't have the title on him, but we'll see what happens going forward. Um, but so anyways, you, but I think by having Daniel Bryan in this match and the the following that he has, I think it kind of sets up, it kind of gives it away that Daniel Bryan might win this match. Uh, and it makes it, I understand why, Why having Daniel Bryan in matches and pretty much telegraphing what's going to happen isn't the same as telegraphing Roman Reigns winning the title? Why do you think Daniel Bryan is going to win? Because he is the biggest fan favorite and I think they're going to try and appease the fans somehow. They're going to try and prevent them from hijacking that main event by giving Daniel Bryan something, some sort of win. And why is that such a problem? Because they're gonna hijack the main event if they don't. And they're gonna take away from the performance of Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Whether whether you like Roman Reigns or not, it's not fair to Roman Reigns that that, that the fans, you know, turn on this guy. He's he didn't he didn't ask for this position. They, not, you're they saying put it it's not him. fair
1: for the fans who paid their money to go in there and boo when they see something they don't like. It's not
0: fair to the performer, who has no control of what the people in charge are doing. If they really want to make their presence known, then they need to stop tuning in. That's the only way to change things. Maybe they want to see other
1: guys. They're not there to see Roman Reigns. Maybe they're really hardcore. Um,
0: Maybe they love Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Bad News Rare. Maybe that's who they come to see. Well, that's how, you, that's how you affect the ratings. You, you turn the TV on when those guys are in the ring, and you turn the TV off when that guy's in the ring, and they, can, they know how to measure that, and they
1: measure it every week. They go by hours. They don't go by when you exactly turn it on. And Daniel
0: um. Bryan's usually in the first hour, and Roman Reigns is usually in the third hour. And look at the numbers there. The numbers are at the peak in the first hour when Daniel Bryan is there, and by the third hour, because it's a long night, because it is three hours long, and because Roman Reigns is in there, it's, it's ranked lower. Yes. Well, that kind of defeats what you're saying. You just said they vote with
1: their, how much they pay attention and their ratings. They're doing right. that right now the WWE
0: doesn't care what they're doing, so... Well, that's just because the WWE doesn't care. Because not enough people are tuning out. Only a certain amount of people. I think if you get a larger number, then they're going to open some eyes. But... At, at this point, it's just... I think they're they're telegraphing too many of these matches. Like they're kind of giving away what most of the outcomes are going to be. Um, and I think it's I think that's why this card is so lackluster as well because it um, the all these matches are have potential to be really great matches, but you're they've kind of in the past you know since all these feuds have started, all these matches have come together. They've kind of telegraphed what's going to happen. I think. As much as I would like to see Dean Ambrose win the title or Barrett keep the title, it's nothing against Brian because, frankly, he's so popular. He's too popular to win the IC title. I think now that he's won the World Heavyweight title in the past, he's he's beyond winning the Intercontinental title. Guys like him don't go. They don't go back and win the IC title. So, and that. The Intercontinental title should be for a stepping stone for guys who need to take that next step up. It's unfortunate what happened to Dan O'Brien that he got hurt and he got stripped of the title and didn't get his re- his deserving rematch for not losing the title. But I don't think you need to just put him in that intercontinental title match to just to put the title on him, just to say then, well, we got him something. I think that even hurts Daniel Bryan and hurts the title. And it because you're you're pretty much telling the fans, okay, well we can't. We're not. We are not can not give him the title now, the world title, because we've already got something else planned. But we'll give him this. We'll give him this title. Um. You know, and it hurts the other guys. It hurts Ambrose, who should win this title. You know, who should have another title um, on his resume by now, and who should be looking to take that next step forward after winning something like the IC title. But it's going to be a great match nonetheless. I, I really am excited about this match. Uh, I just think it's a little too predictable at this point. Okay, so who do you have winning? Brian! Okay,
1: I, I think Brian's going to win. Wouldn't surprise me if someone else did. We wouldn't surprise me to decide to give it to Ziggler, who really deserves it. The guy's been t- just tolling away in the background for what seems like a year now.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right that he's been toiling away. And I think he needs to go beyond the Intercontinental title as well. He's already won it, what, four times? Five? Like, three or four times? Four times, I believe. Yeah. You know, that's a shame that, that he's had to win it four times and still not get that main event push, especially after what he did at the Survivor Series. A win like that should have catapulted him. Towards the top, towards a main event storyline, not a mid-card storyline like it is now. Uh, I think I'm just so upset because I'm frustrated because all of these guys, with probably the exception of R-Truth, should be in a much better position than where they're at right now. They should be that much closer to main event storylines. Now, I mean, look, there's six guys six guys in this group that you can't just put all six guys in a, in a main event storyline. That's That's obvious. But they should be, they should all be a step or two closer uh, than they currently are. And I think that's what frustrates me the most. So I hope you under, understand that.
1: Okay. Looking good? You got to the right time? Good. Moving on to the next match. The United States Championship match. John Cena
0: versus Rusev. Yeah. Another feud that's just been I don't know. All right, it's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be an exciting match, but I feel like I feel like it's it's WrestleMania. Rusev hasn't lost at all. That again, they're telegraphing. John Cena's gonna break his unbeaten record and, and beat him for the United States title, which does nothing for Rusev and does nothing for John Cena and it does nothing for the United States title. I think I personally would like to see Rusev still stay unbeaten and beat John Cena and keep the title. Um, And then give up the title and say, I want to move on. I want to face Brock Lesnar. I want to face Roman Reigns, whoever's the champion after WrestleMania. And square off against that guy and then eventually lose to that guy in an attempt for the world title.
1: So you want this guy to leapfrog other...
0: veterans, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because they're grooming him. They're clearly grooming him to be uh, a monster heel. They've kept him unbeaten for this long. They've put him in, they've put him in a match against John Cena already. Um, They've kept him strong up until two weeks ago when, when Cena forced him into, into a match. He put him in a submission hold, and a lot of, you know, gave in and said, okay, we'll give you a rematch for the title. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely he should be moving up. But at the same time, he needs to let go of the title, um, but on his own terms, not in a loss. Because he, I mean, look, he can't stay unbeaten forever. That's obvious. But I don't think you can... It's just kind of frustrating when, when his first loss, when his first obvious loss looks like it's going to be against the obvious guy, the obvious candidate in John Cena. But it's going to be a hard-hitting match nonetheless. Um, and I'm going to predict Rusev is going to win the match because that's what I want to happen. So I'll, I'll stick with that. Okay. What do you think is going to
1: happen? Um, I'm going... Oh, if I had to put money on this one, i definitely put on John Cena to win at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That goes without saying. Um, I understand what you're saying, but I, WrestleMania for me is about... Um, I guess it's mostly about giving the fans what they want. So I think uh, Cena is going to win this match. I think, And I think it's going to be one of those knockout, drag out fights. But still, I'm sitting it's going away. That's how I feel.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I've made peace with that, I guess.
1: Alright, moving on to Divas Tag Team Match AJ Lee and Paige versus the Bella Twins.
0: This match came out of nowhere, kind of. I mean, Paige was having a feud with Nikki Bella for the title, for the Divas title. Uh, she was getting. Beaten up by both Bella Twins on Raw in, it was like in New Jersey somewhere uh, about a month ago, and AJ Lee, you know, because she's from New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, made her big return, and man, that was one of the louder pops that I've seen in a long time, or heard in a long time, on that Raw. Uh, and came back to, you know, help save the day, and fight off the Bella Twins, and there you have it. you got this tag team match. Um This is also just kind of another attempt to get as many Divas on the card.
1: Gotta get that WrestleMania bonus one way or another.
0: Um, Just to get them on the card. Because honestly, I would rather see a Divas title match at WrestleMania than a tag match. Uh, Especially where you just kind of... uh, You kind of know what to expect with these, with this match. You just think everything is foreshadowed, don't you? Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, have they given you any reason to believe that they're not going to be as predictable as they seem?
1: Well, do you know what's going to happen in this match?
0: I predict AJ Lee and Paige will beat the Bella Twins. The title isn't on the line, so it doesn't it doesn't hurt Nikki Bella's title reign so and um, AJ Lee seems to be as more popular than ever no you know what actually I think I will pick the Bella Twins because I think they're still gonna they still hold a grudge over CM Punk and AJ Lee and I think this would be the ultimate uh, you know an embarrassment and to an extent, a subtle embarrassment by beating her on the biggest stage. Um, I don't yeah, know how, like losing the
1: biggest a, how losing a match is going to be an embarrassment. I mean, she still goes home married. I mean, and she, it's not like, like you said, it's not like they're fighting for the championship. So it's not like she's losing that, which I think she cares about, a, you know, a hundred times more than this silly little match. Right. And that's a rational
0: thought. Which isn't going to be thought by ira- a bunch of irrational people. Yeah, clearly, clearly. I mean, of course, she's going to go home to her family and whatnot. But Vince Man doesn't see it like that. He never has. The, you know, he's um, he. They can all be very vindictive. Yeah. So, so I think I'll, I will go with the Bella Twins. But and, but that's not the only reason why. But you know, I think, um, I think the Bellas need to stay strong. I don't think it, you know, Paige and, and AJ Lee will stay still stay pretty popular. Uh, so I, yeah, I think I, I I want I want to see the Bellas win. But it wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see AJ Page win, and also because they've been foreshadowing it as well on Raw. Like all of a sudden they've started this. Uh, what
1: match have they not foreshadowed for you, my friend?
0: Uh, I think Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker is the only match that isn't cut and dry. Uh, but. They've already like last week on Raw, they uh, AJ Lee or Page was in a match against Mickey Bella, and AJ Lee was got involved somehow and accidentally almost almost knocked out Page, um, and so it caused a big rift between those two, and they they brawled for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. So you you know it, it's kind of setting up. Oh, were they are they going to be able to coexist, and then. Boom! At WrestleMania, you know, they find a way to, to get the win. Um. But so I think you know, I think I'll still go with with the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. Um. I mm-hmm. guess I'll go
1: AJ Lee and Paige. Just to be different. Okay. Let's go. Randy Orton versus Seth
0: Rollins. Actually, this is a this is also a match that I don't think is as cut and dry because. Yeah, you want to see Orton get the ultimate revenge on Rollins for what he did to him four months ago when he took him out with that curb stomp on the steps and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff uh, for, you know, putting him out of action. And I said that all in air quotes for four months. Um, and so, you know, it, in, in, in wrestling, it's always, you know, the, the face always gets the... You know the the final usually gets the you know the final comeuppance on the uh, on the dastardly heel, but at the same time
1: they're they're both really dastardly heels.
0: No, at the same time, Rollins is way too young right now. He's 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 a lot younger than Orton. Orton is well more established. Doesn't need the victory Mm -hmm. where it would be a big deal for Rollins to win. You know, at WrestleMania in a singles match against Orton, um, so it's—I don't think it's as clear like who's going to win this match because the old-school wrestling mentality would be the face—you know, the good guy gets the—you know—he gets the last laugh. But
1: there again, there is no real good guy. I mean, Severa is just playing the heel, but it's not like Randy Orton's a really—you know. Really, a face character.
0: He's not a face character, but he's he's more popular. Mm-hmm. He's you know he's getting the cheers. So, which I think this is going to be a good match, a really good match as well. Orton, who's just, um, just a sound wrestler, who's just and who's very physical uh, against man, probably the best athlete in on the roster in... in Seth Rollins. Yeah.
1: We just saw him break out of an A8 today by, you know, flipping over John Cena's shoulder.
0: Yeah. Uh so who do you got? Who do you got in this match? What are your thoughts on the match? Are you excited? Are you looking forward to this match?
1: No, yeah, I think it's an okay match. It's probably one, it's on the top tier um, on the WrestleMania card. I have... <sighs> You know what? I'm taking Rollins because he, Orton loses. It doesn't really hurt him that much. I'm, I think Rollins win. it can prepare. I know he still has the money in make briefcase, but this could really prepare, propel him even
0: further. Absolutely. And I, I, as much as I like both of them, I, I'm going to go with Rollins as well. Uh, I think he needs the win way more than Randy Orton does just to kind of keep him as a legitimate heel at this point. And a legitimate threat to whoever uh, is holding on to
1: the title. The Wouldn't the be surprised if at the end of the night, Rollins comes out and he leaves WrestleMania as the WWE um, champion.
0: Um, it could happen, but I think ever since Lesnar re-signed, I think, I think that specific moment is less likely to happen now. But it, it could still very well happen.
1: Next match. As old school as you can get. Sting versus Triple H. Yep. That's what you got? (laughs) Yep.
0: No, I... uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's not... This isn't going to be a match between two uh, spry technical wrestlers. It's going to be... You know, these are two old guys that um, are the right opponents for each other to, to have a, a good, you know, presentable match at WrestleMania. I'm really glad that they didn't do Sting versus The Undertaker, I think, because none of those guys could carry that match. Where I think in this match, I think Triple H is still young. He's I mean, he's, he's technically younger than, Triple, or than Sting. And he's in better condition than Sting, uh, where I think he he could he'll be able to, to carry the match uh, and make it look as good as as it can be. Where I think if it had been Sting against the Undertaker, you know, look at how he performed against Brock Lesnar uh, before that, the concussion. He last was
1: just year. a lumbering mess.
0: Yeah, and you really can't tell it, you know, where that concussion took place. But that's just how bad he looked overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really glad they didn't go this that route. Um, that would not have interested me interested me at all. Um, but I think this has the potential to be a a really good match, a good a match where these guys are really going to duke it out, and they're um, they're going to put on the best performance that uh, that either one could have gotten out of each other at this point in their careers. Are you excited for this one? Uh, not anymore. After they did the promo over Sting, uh, they distorted his voice. They could have just used his regular voice and it would have been fine. <laughs> the, everything that he said would have been, sounded really good with his, his own voice. Um, but, you know, but that was one bump in the road, I think. I think everything else had done really well building up to it, uh, establishing a feud. And I'm glad that it's not just WCW versus WWE. You know, it's you know Sting is. Uh, I think he's he's moved on from the idea that his company lost mm-hmm. and that WWE overtook these guys. But I think he's now. I think it's it's a better storyline that he's just out to um, to put to put an end to. Triple H just reigned as, you know, as the, the, the top boss. The evil
1: CEO of the company yeah. or CEO whatever his full title is. Right. Um, agreed. Who do you got? I got Sting. Yeah, agreed. I mean, this is like a, last year Triple H took on Day O'Brien. Yeah. This one is definitely, you can see it coming from a mile away. And
0: um, it could very well be Sting's only match. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, maybe they will get around to him and The Undertaker next year. Which, oh,
1: I hope not The Undertaker you know, just retires.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, doesn't make me any more excited, uh, but... Um,
1: Undertaker's like 50 going on 200.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a really old 50-year-old guy. Yeah. 50, nowadays, 50 years old isn't that old, but when you're a pro wrestler... When
1: you've been taking bums for the last... 32 years.
0: Yeah. When you're as big as he is and taking those kind of bumps. It adds up. Yeah.
1: So, um... Well, speaking of Undertaker that's the next match. Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt.
0: This one isn't as obvious. First it off, is,
1: Bray Wyatt has done an excellent job. Just He's basically carrying carrying this feud by himself. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, that was the plan all along that they weren't going to bring the Undertaker back until WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's fine. You know, You everybody knows what the Undertaker looks like. Everybody knows how he sounds. I just
1: want to know he's going to come out dressed like he's going to come <laughs> out like um, it's Enzio from Assassin's Creed again like you did two <laughs> years ago. Um, you thinking on long hair or short hair? What's that? Long hair short hair? Oh, or short hair. hair. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he's giving up on that the long hair. The dreams are gone. Yeah. Um, you know Bray Wyatt like I said has done a really good job carrying this feud Um, and yeah I think it does add a lot lot of intrigue you know what is he going to look like how is he how is he going to respond how is he responding to the the beating that he took the year before at Wrestlemania
1: can he move
0: any slower right he
1: looked like a calcified mummy in his last match
0: yeah so um, but again it's not as it's not as clear who's going to win this match as I, I at first I thought it was but uh, you have to really consider both things I mean do you keep continue a losing streak for the undertaker uh, you know he was undefeated for so many years for two decades uh, and then for him to lose two matches in a row that's kind of tough but at the same time, you do that to Bray Wyatt now, who's going to be in only his second WrestleMania, and you've already set him back 0 and 2 at WrestleMania. Two years Last year, who did
1: he take on? Yeah. Cena. Oh, yeah. Don't do it, John. <laughs> this isn't you. Right. Uh, shout out to that referee. <laughs> and it's hats the off guard, to That hat- guardian to- Asia <laughs> on Cena's shoulder.
0: And hats off to Bray Wyatt, who. Man, it doesn't get any better than your first two WrestleManias against two of the biggest stars in the company's history. Mm, true, um, but at the same time, you've got to beat one of those two, and I think uh, it's tough because what's that going to say about The Undertaker if he loses this match, and what's it going to say about Ray White if he loses this match?
1: Undertaker loses is just gonna. Um, it's just going to propel those retirement rumors we heard it, last year.
0: Does it take away from 21 and uh, before before last year? Because then you kind of forget about all the wins. Because all you remember are the you know the streak being broken and then him still not able to get the job done the year after. Um, it, it's really tough, and I think it's. Uh, I think both have a lot to lose at this point.
1: I think if you take one match out of his entire 20, 25-year career, then you, my friends, have a little problem. We need to celebrate his entire career, not just two matches that he lost in a scripted performance, okay? But also in a... uh... The Undertaker's legacy is not going to... Uh, be hurt any by losing
0: twice at Wrestlemania no not not hurt but um, his, his Wrestlemania legacy I mean that's going to be tarnished and that's nothing to just overlook
1: because because he loses twice at Wrestlemania do you want to go back and see how many times John Cena has lost yeah, Triple but, H
0: but you haven't you haven't invested 20 years of, of victories at WrestleMania, in John Cena or Triple H. No, well, everything comes to an end. Ain't then no what was the going. point
1: of all the the investment? Everything comes to an end. That him losing at last year WrestleMania was the biggest story. It was on you know Good Morning America. It was on the Today Show. Him losing like that gave them more publicity than him winning could ever do. But that's just because it was against Brock Lesnar. No, that was because him losing. If he, even if he lost in Triple H or Dan Bryan or any guy in the WWE Joe Smoe, whoever Him losing is still such a big story Because even people who don't follow wrestling Know about the untaker streak
0: Yeah That's yeah. It's a big It's It's a big risk though for A one time uh, Mainstream You know Mainstream bit of news. Uh, but as much as they both have to lose, I think Bray Wyatt has way more than the untaker to lose at this point. So I think Bray Wyatt has to win this match. And that kind of hurts saying because, you know, it's bad enough to see the streak broken. Um, but to, see, but to see a losing streak continue is, is pretty tough as well. Uh, but, you know, it is time for, for the next generation, the next wave to, to step up, and, and Bray Wyatt is, you know, front and center of that wave. So I think he's got to win this match. Uh, okay.
1: Ooh. I think that Tegra's got to win because I really don't think Bray Wyatt losing, again, is going to hurt him that much. Why is that? Well, he lost WrestleMania last year. Mm-hmm. He's lost big matches um, at other pay-per-views like SummerSlam, places like that. Him losing, not really going to hurt him that much. Who would he beat at SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I just remember losing at WrestleMania It's not like it was the end of the world. His career kept going and he's a crowd favorite. If he loses to The Undertaker, it's not like fans are going to go, oh, this guy's crap, I'm jumping off ship. I think fans are smart. They still believe that
0: he's a very talented wrestler and has a great future ahead of him. But see, I think that makes a big difference. Where I don't remember who he lost to at SummerSlam. But I definitely remember he lost to The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I think that's a big difference. And that's a, you know compared to I definitely remember he beat the Undertaker at Wrestlemania I think it it hurt him more than than anything
1: okay
0: yeah Uh, going to the last match WWE
1: World Heavyweight Championship match
0: this has been all about Paul Heyman carrying this feud Mm -hmm. carrying the feud for two guys who Cannot talk on the mic.
1: No, you know it's WrestleMania season it, when you see these guys going on other uh, TV shows, like going on uh, Sp- uh, Sports Nation or Sports Center and things like that, where they start carrying the flag for the WWE so they
0: can get as many viewers as possible. Well, no, I don't... yeah, I guess so because no, I don't know because I remember this much last year from from New Orleans. But because they're in California, they're so close to LA. I think it's much easier to get these guys on these programs um, than you know than it would have been last year in, in the world. But well, no, I take that back because WrestleMania 30 was just just such a milestone. Right. But uh, but I don't see that happening going forward. I, you know, I think just the the location definitely helps uh, their ability to. To get, you know, to get bases on television, on on other channels besides uh, USA and Mm -hmm. Sci-Fi, And then, of course, you know, you've got a mainstream storyline that everybody knows about. Not just wrestling fans, but mixed martial arts fans. uh, All sports fans know that, you know, Brock was about to become a free agent. And that was the most intriguing part of the entire match. Was the real life storyline of Brock Lesnar. I Is he going to stay or isn't he? And up until Tuesday, that was the only thing people were concerned about. Because I think most people assumed Roman Reigns was going to win the title. Well, the Brock was going to leave, and of course he was going to win the title. Right. Um, but now it's not as clear, I don't think. And I don't think they made a, a they, you know, I don't think they re signed him. As a sign of, oh man, we really are rethinking of giving the title to Roman Reigns. But I think it's just you know he's the best commodity to have. You know it's better to have them have him as a commodity than uh, than not having him at all. Uh, but, you know it's best to have him for a limited run than than to not have him at all. So I think you had to make that move if you're WWE. Also it's like Do you see how many buys Brock Lesnar's got since he came back? Sign that man. You sign him now. But that doesn't that doesn't mean as much anymore because of the network. Pay per view, you know, we we can't here at Houston I'm talking, we can't buy them.
1: Okay. Pay per view buys or network
0: subscriptions. Better? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can translate that. Translate what? Brock Lesnar to Network buys, because there's just so much content that I think you can that can be attributed to more than just one, more than just one uh, uh, factor. You know, it it is Brock Lesnar, but it's also ten dollars pay-per-views. It is uh, an entire library of you know, you know, thirty-five years worth of of footage. I think
1: you're overestimating how many people actually care about the history of the WWE and how many people just want to pay ten dollars to watch
0: pay-per-views. Right, but they don't want to pay. They want to pay ten dollars to watch pay per views. I think you're, and so in that case, you're, you're overvaluing Brock because you just said you didn't say they want to pay ten dollars to watch Brock. You said they want to pay ten dollars to watch pay per views. Seen one friend talking to another.
1: Hey man, you see that Lesnar match at uh, SummerSlam? No man, I missed it. I want to pay fifty dollars for a pay per view. Oh, you get the WWE Network. You get the nine dollars a month gets you any pay per view you want. Oh, that sounds awesome. I can watch any any pay per view. And also I can watch new ones for only 10 bucks. Bam. Yeah. There you go. That's how I am. Brock Lesnar making money. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, but, you know, he's... Yeah, he's going to fill... St- he'll fill... He'll put seats, you know, put butts in seats, I guess. Um, but... But at the same time, you know, it's you have to temper that because it's not every month. that It's well, no, it's not every week. It's only you know, like once a month at paper, per yeah. Well, or once nine, every once every two months, if you're you know, if you're not defending, like you said, if you're not defending the, the title even every time. Um, but you know, it was. It, I think it was imperative to, to re-sign him uh, just for this, you know, this final run for him, you know. And again, like I said, I think it sets up intriguing matchups going forward. Um, and it definitely muddies the water in terms of the finisher for Sunday. Because I don't think it's as clear that Reigns is going to win the title on Sunday. They could very well decide to keep the title on Lesnar and have him feud, continue the feud with Reigns or start a feud with Daniel Bryan or start a feud with with Seth Rollins,
1: you know, for a guy who just spent the first thirty minutes of his podcast saying that the WWE was telegraphing all these matches, you just went through the last four matches saying, "I don't know what's going on. It's very unclear."
0: Well, that was only two matches. Hmm? That was only two matches. Brian, uh, I mean, uh, Sting and uh, no, no, not Sting. Just the Wyatt and Undertaker match. But I think Sting has to win. Um, I think they're gonna put the, the bellows over. Not so clear, is it? Uh, You know what, no. That one isn't as clear because they're they're still... They're just now uh, putting in time with the Divas. They're just now starting to care about the Divas. Uh, Where before... Yeah, it wouldn't have been clear because they... They just didn't give them enough credit, and they didn't give them enough time. They just didn't give show up. They're not. They weren't showing them enough respect. Uh, But you know, they're they're getting a late start on that. Um, So, which helps it make a little more clear, but not not entirely. Mm. Okay. Um, But within the past seventy-two hours, yeah, the. The championship match isn't as clear. Where before, it was very clear. Roman Reigns was going to win the title. Hands down. And a big X factor has changed that. And that's...
1: Lesnar resigning.
0: Yeah. Lesnar putting his his signature on the dotted line. But it makes it that much more interesting now. Where, you know, the only interesting thing was, was he going to resign?
1: Now it's... No, the only interesting thing last time, before he signed, was how long will this match go before Roman Reigns wins? And also, is there a chance Seth Rollins can saw him and, and walk away with the title? That's all people were worried about before Lesnar resigned.
0: signed Yeah, but see, I don't think... I think enough people were also thinking you can't do that to Reigns. Because this is a guy that you, you know, they clearly want to be the top guy eventually. Uh, sooner rather than later, but looks like they're going to go and push it back to later uh, with, by keeping Lesnar in the picture. Uh, but also, most guys, not wrestling fans, but former wrestlers and people in wrestling make it known that the first title reign is the big money title reign. Your first title reign has to, make, has to matter the most. And if they were to put the title on Reigns, and in five seconds end that that first title reign, then they've completely shot down his momentum, and it will he he will never be, have the same momentum again. And that's what guys like Steve Austin have said. That's guys like former writers have said that the first title reign is the matters the most because it's the first one that people will remember. And I think I think doing that to Reigns... I think. I think putting the title reigns and then Rollins stealing it with, you know, cash in would hurt him. Is that
1: true? Because I'm thinking about two guys in particular, CM Punk and John Cena. Their first title reigns were not the most memorable. Because they're both guys that held the title for over a year. And that
0: definitely was not their first title reign. Uh, well, CM Punk's first title reign was the heavyweight title. So that didn't, automatically that was, that was secondary to the, world, to the WWE title. Because it was the big gold belt. It was WCW's old big gold belt. But his first WWE championship victory was against John Cena at the, the famous Chicago match, where he walked out with the title, and that's where he made the most money. Because that's they brought him back, and that's what started in the summer of Punk. But technically, that still isn't his first title ring. So his first WWE title ring. <sighs> okay,
1: I'm
0: just saying. All right, continue your thought.
1: Um,
0: so, but I think the possibility now, I think it's it becomes more, it becomes more possible that Lesnar keeps the title, mm-hmm. and Reigns could cash on, in on Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um, but then that would leave Roman Reigns alone in the cold, <laughs> so to speak.
1: Some fans would would prefer him to be out in the cold all alone.
0: Yeah, but they're blaming him for that, not the writers. That's you know I don't know. Um,
1: well, question: What are the fans supposed to do then? Uh, if they don't like who the guy that creative has chosen for them, who what are they supposed to do? Stop,
0: stop plunking down their hard-earned money. So hard-earned you money.
1: love something, so you just quit on it.
0: Yeah, you you had no problem with CM Punk doing that. It was something that he used to love. That was his that was his career, and he quit. You, me and you have discussed that at length. He wasn't happy. He quit. That's fine. What other option did he have? S- sucked it up for the next, what, six months until his contract was
1: up then walked away? Well, he basically walked away right in that, walked away when he did. I mean, if you go to someone and you, you tell them what you don't like and they keep doing the same thing and you're... And you're just arguing, and you really, and you really enjoy it. Why are you just, you just want the clients to stop crazy, watching? But
0: who's crazier, the people that are spending their money on a product that frustrates them to, to no end, or the people that are just happy with the status quo that are are that are in charge and are, are booking Roman Reigns to be the guy?
1: So you want people to just say, well, I'm done with the WWE and just walk away and not watch anymore?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because it'll, it'll, that's, that's all Vince cares about is the bottom line. And if once his bottom line is drastically affected, then you'll see sweeping changes and then you'll see things become more interesting.
1: Why should people have to stop watching what they love to get changed?
0: Why should they keep frustrating themselves? Life is too short to to be frustrated on something like that. Why would you stick around for that? Why would you put yourself through that kind of torment? When you know what's going to happen, you know that they're not going to listen, and you know that they're just going to keep frustrating you and frustrating you. Why would you put yourself through that? Is that not a glutton for punishment?
1: Yes or no? I'm sorry that people actually want to change. They feel like if they go there and they boo, their voices will be heard. They feel like if they go, as they go, and they show up and they pay, they they show that they're not happy, and they make noise, and eventually some kind of change will happen. Because what good is change if you're not there to watch it?
0: What good is going there if it's not going to (sighs) change?
1: Okay, I'm done with that part. Who's going to win? Because
0: the only time that that's ever happened was last year with Brian.
1: Yes, because they made noise.
0: But that's the only time. It has not happened in any other, any other period. And they tried to duplicate, they tried to replicate that this year and it didn't work. They chanted Brian and Brian and Brian and Brian and Brian and Brian. And they chanted Brian throughout the Royal Rumble and it didn't work. It was a, a shot, it was, they caught lightning in the bottle once and it just, didn't have the steam that it had last year. And that's why Brian's not in the main event. Because the the, the, the groundswell wasn't as huge as it was last year. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know who, who to pick for this 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 is a Again, it's not as clear as uh as it was before. But you know what? To be different, because I think I know who you're gonna pick, I'm gonna say it rains. I say they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, stick with the plan essentially, as tough as it is. Um, uh, they're gonna stick with the plan. I think they're gonna put Reigns. I'm gonna stick with the guy they just backed up
1: the Brink's truck to, and I'm picking Brock Lesnar.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think just for the sake of having different picks, um, you know, is really the only reason why I would pick Reigns, um, but I think in my heart of hearts, you know. Lesnar should hold on to the title for now until they're truly confident. Until and until the fans embrace someone uh, that can carry the company forward, going forward. I think it's it's a it's a compromise that, or it's a not, well, yeah, I guess it's a middle ground that both the fans and management have to. Come to, because the fans want Brian, and
1: the company doesn't. The fans would be happy if it was Brian, if it was Ziggler, if it was uh, what's his name, Ambrose, if it was Rollins. They'd be happy with any of those four I just named.
0: And the company doesn't want Brian. They don't want Ziggler. They don't want Ambrose. Rollins is close to closer than any of those other three. So there has so Rollins is that middle ground. Is the guy that they can both agree on, but they're not going to agree on Brian They're not going to agree on Ziggler, or else those two would have been would have already had that kind of prominence. Not just last year, but the year before that, and the year before that. When uh, really this all started at WrestleMania 28, when Daniel Bryan lost in 18 seconds to Sheamus, it backfired him, and he became more popular than ever. And ever since then, him and Ziggler have kind of been going in this, you know, direction where fans are really, really back to these guys. But at the same time, the company has not wanted to back these guys. But you're right. Those four guys you mentioned, out of those four, Rollins is is that compromise, is that middle ground where I think they would both be satisfied.
1: The more I think about the WWE, the more I can see a future within five years they are out of business. (laughs) <laughs> it really seems like that doesn't it because they're doing the same things that WCW did doing stupid video packaging um, bringing in celebrities to boost up ratings yeah. uh, not listening to their fans Yeah. barely paying any attention to their divas or young um, superstars would not be surprised to see a story in five years saying the Vince Man is bankrupt and the WWE is for sale
0: yeah yeah, I wouldn't say bankrupt, but I would say he would just—he would. I think when he went, not even Vince. It may be because in five years he'll be seventy-five years old. I think in five years it could be very well Stephanie and Triple H who see the writing on the wall and say, you know what, we should get out while we can.
1: And they'll no one to
0: blame but themselves. Yeah, no, absolutely. <sighs> and it's a shame. Hmm. Anything else as
1: far as WrestleMania
0: is? Uh I don't know. I mean, the, the matches themselves will be fine. Uh, the build-ups to these matches were all pretty lackluster for the most part. Uh, but again, it is WrestleMania. And I think what I'm most excited about is the very end. Now, I'm not, And that's the end of the show. Because then that means... When that show is over, we'll talk about WrestleMania and all that stuff. But then right away, you'll you'll already be looking forward to Monday night, to the Raw after WrestleMania, where they for you know a short time they kickstart the they kickstart the feuds, they introduce new people, um, and it feels exciting again for a while until they get that summer mold. No,
1: until
0: it. they hit that summer mold. That's the best show, yeah. of all
1: year is that. That Monday night show right after WrestleMania. Yeah, I would contend that that show was better than the WrestleMania some years. It, this year could very well be that year. Let's see. All right, we got an hour and twenty. I think we're done there. Yeah, with the WrestleMania talk. So sign off.
0: Uh man, thank you as always for tuning in. Um, it was fun. I I, I enjoy talking about wrestling, um, whether whether we argue or not. I, uh, it's it's always fun talking about wrestling um, so we are happy to do this for you guys and we're glad you're tuning in thank you for all the support again as always taking a break from baseball real quick yeah just for a day just mm-hmm. for a day we'll be back at it pretty soon um, for sure after Wrestlemania maybe before um, we'll see
1: as soon as I get a new microphone
0: yeah so uh, follow us on twitter uh, you can follow me at Ant underscore Garcia 288. And follow me at DQ327.
1: And, of course, follow the main site at 288 underscore.
0: So much fun. Yep. Be sure to go check out WrestleMania. Check it out on the network. Why not? I mean, it's only 10 bucks. That's uh, as good a deal as you're going to get anywhere else, I think. Agreed.
1: All right. For Anthony, I'm De Quincey, Later, babies.